podcast called Live in the Stream comes to you each week. Streaming recommendations during NFL season, it's not just tongue and cheek. Quarterback, defense, tight end, recommendations based on opposition matchup. Here are your podcast hosts, JJ Zacharyson and Danny Carter, Living the Stream. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Living the Stream. I'm JJ Zacharyson, the late-round quarterback, and as always, I am joined, among many, by my lovely co-host, Denny Carter. Denny, what's going on, buddy? Hi, I'm Tilting. We have 30 seconds until this uh, LTS draft begins, and uh, did you want to quickly introduce everybody? Go ahead. So, on today's show, we have Tom Everett Scott, as we do each year. Tom, what's going on, buddy? Hey guys, great uh, to be here. I'm excited. I am going to make uh, the finals this year. I'm going to crush all of you. We also have uh, Tom Whalen, who's going to be taking over and hosting this show. So I was saying before um, before we got on that basically the, the first year that we did this league, I was um, I was hosting it and I was also bringing on the participants. And then last year I hosted it, but didn't bring on the participants. This year I've just completely outsourced the hosting duties to Tom Whalen. Tom, what's going on, buddy? Hey, I'm great. Yeah. So uh, JJ has, uh, you know, uh, how do you say it? Outsourced the tilt that is involved in drafting and hosting at the same time to me. Though I understand JJ incurred a certain amount of tilt just organizing a draft time for yes. this. Is that true? Yes, that was one of the, the one of the most horrific experiences of my life. Fortunately, uh, we found a time, um, and it's 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 you know thank you to everyone participating because it is uh, on a Saturday that we're recording this right now, and this is a day that that most people spend time with their family and not drafting with a random uh, with a bunch of random people on the internet. So thank, you, thank s- you for ignoring your families. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, certainly, absolutely. I will say I can confirm that by the time we were getting to the third round of um, possible times for the draft. JJ was sending reply all caps locks messages. <laughs> in, this is a very dad forward move. It is. The it only is. thing that would have made that more dad forward is if he had like clipped on like a People magazine article with it and been like, makes you think, right? Yes, exactly. But we have one more person on the show as well, and it's last year's champion. His name is Steve, but we call him, as you guys know, Breve. Breve Bronovan. What's up, Breve? Hey, it's great to be here, guys. This is really exciting. Uh, I'm very excited to be back in this league. Uh, some of you may know my wife didn't leave me last year because I beat Tom Everett Scott. So Woo. hoping to repeat that, keep my wife around, oh. and uh, you know, <laughs> see if I can take that trophy home again. Well, congratulations, with, Breve. Yes, congrats, congrats to Breve. And with that being said, we are officially underway, and I'm going to hand off all hosting duties to Mr. Whalen. All right, folks, we have the absolute privilege of seeing Denny Carter pick first overall and most likely being forced to take a running black, uh, running back in a very brand disloyal move. We really should all just drink in how much he's forming right now. Yeah, it hurts. It hurts taking. I took Le'Veon Bell at the 101. And after all summer being like, fade running back, fade, I go ahead and spend the 101 on a running back. But I feel like there's no – in a. In the first three picks, four picks, maybe you don't have a choice. You don't really have a choice. No, I ended up getting Todd Gurley at two. Um, David Johnson has gone in at three to Lexington, Lexington lame dads, <laughs> and Antonio Brown to Team Muhammad. Very creative team name there. 
So as we wait, I will say, I, I wish I had a sort of bit of braggadocia oh. that um, all of you folks uh, seem to have about winning the league this year and all that. I really don't care about winning. I just wanted to be in this league so that I could pick up chicks by telling them I'm in a fantasy league with Tom Evans. <laughs> <laughs> so we have right, gonna... at number five, the Gruden Tape Grinders, Ezekiel Elliott. Oh, man. I guess I'll just go with this guy. That guy. Does anyone know who the sexy skeletons are? It's me. Oh. <laughs> I had to bring back that picture you loved so much. That's right. That's right. <laughs> for, for those who don't know, I dressed up as a an attractive skeleton, I, I like to think, for Halloween one year. And uh, the LTS folks uh, ran with it. It was, it was fun. You look really good with long hair in that Photoshop I made. I, like, I kind you of should do. consider just growing it out. I kind of do. Is it gets a little flirtatious here in the oh, recording? <laughs> we have uh, that guy that uh, Tom was referring to as Alvin Kamara, who went six. Team Miller picks Odell Beckham Jr. at seven. Team P hands Julio Jones at eight. Saquon Barkley's gone at nine to Team Slade. I'm obsessed with the fact that we have a Team P hands in the league. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it makes he me caught so a touchdown. He caught a touchdown the other day. Yeah, P hands O'Leary, baby. Oh, is O'Leary P hands? Yeah, yeah. He's because he. Story again? So the story, the story goes a little something like this. So back in the day, I somehow uh, uh, became infatuated with the baseball player Moises Alou, and oh, right. and and he uh, didn't wear batting gloves yeah. because instead he peed on his hands to to get the grip. And then Nick O'Leary doesn't wear gloves. He just he just completely <laughs> goes without them. So the the story is that we just assume that he pees on his hands before playing football. He has cool. to. That's, that's the only logical explanation. Oh, so funny. Guys, I peed on my hands before this draft. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that's how I prep for every Living the Stream episode. <laughs> Melvin Gordon and DeAndre Hopkins have gone off the board. Breve is under the spotlight. Oh. Uh-oh, well. Breve. I am I I am tilting having to do this while I host. Um, I, I just would like to say I really am. Yeah. I understand why JJ made me do this. Yeah, it's not Wait. an easy thing. Wait, Waylon, you have a team in this? I am Big Cranberry. Mm-hmm. This so- that sounds cruel. <laughs> wow, <laughs> it's cruel for him, but it's not cruel for me, who's done it over the last two years. Yeah, I... it's, JJ, you um sort Wait, of. Subjected... I just assume. I just assumed that you went out and got a host. Like, hey, you can host. Not you can host and draft. Yeah, host and, and draft. And he's on the clock right now. Obviously, Tom, when he got one, like, look at me through the screen here. So that's, that's the kind of guy who looks like he's professionally paid to host things. Right? So, yeah, totally. all there. Of course. I'm going to um, take Kareem Hunt. And that's at that's at one thirteen. So we're almost done with the yes. first round now. I am at lucky thirteen. The end of the first round comes with. There are a lot of still players, uh, good players still on the board, guys. Just this is some that's some analysis from me here. At the end of the first round. Yeah, there are some good players still. There to are go. some good players st- still on the board. Tom, what are you filming right now? Uh, what am I'm I sorry. Filming? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> that was really confusing to me. Sorry, you're a host. Talking to me. And, uh, I thought no, you I were Waylon. <laughs> uh, who me? Yeah. Well, I wanna I wanna talk about what all of you guys are working on because I know you guys all have some stuff going on. So we'll start with with Everett Scott. Thank you. What are you working on? Uh, I'm, right now, I'm shooting uh, the second season of I'm Sorry, which is a half hour comedy on True TV. 
And uh, we're almost done. We got two more weeks, and the show will air in November. Fantastic show too. Yeah, so funny. And, and right after this, I'm going up to. Uh, sorry, uh, right after this, I'm going up to um, do season three of uh, Thirteen Reasons Why. Nice, nice. Yeah. But was busy. it wasn't wasn't was it last last year yeah. when we did the Twenty Six <laughs> Reasons Why? Yeah. Now we're now we're up to thirty nine. Yeah, I did this draft from my hotel room up in the uh, San Francisco area. That's right. That's right. Waylon, you have some stuff going on, though, too. Yes, I uh, I thank you for giving me a little bit of a break there to tilt and taking the uh, conversation. Uh, I really have. I have tilted. Um, I took Kareem Hunt and Keenan Allen on the turn. I have stuff going on that isn't my skeleton feeling like it's coming out of my body. <laughs> um, I host the Rag Carpet, a film club podcast. Basically, we pick the director every month and we cover them, select a few films from their filmography, and we also keep up on new releases and stuff like that. We're doing currently Zucker Abrams and Zucker, who did um, Airplane, is probably the most famous movie, and we're doing the Japanese gangster film director Saijun Suzuki next month, and we're doing the Italian director Dario Argento in October, and Danny will be excited to know that we're doing the entire new Twin Peaks series in November and December, episode by episode. So we got a lot of cool stuff coming on, um, and yeah, I know, I actually really appreciate how many listeners from Living the Stream have kind of like migrated over, those who are really into film. Um, I know it. some of the directors that we've chosen make it sound a little bit kind of pencil-heady and film school-ish, but we're kind of just two guys from Staten Island who are pretty like down to earth and I think have like like clear and inviting conversations about this sort of stuff. So yeah, it's called the Rad Carpet, not the Red Carpet, Rad as in like something a surfer would say, carpet. Um, yeah, you can check us out wherever you find podcasts. Sweet. And Brieve, do you have anything that you want to say? I mean, even if it's just your Twitter handle. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can check me out on Twitter, which I barely use, but I'll be coming back. Um, I am actually about to start an Etsy shop. Nice. Uh, so if any of the focals out there like games other than fantasy. Uh, I'm Did you say focals? Focals. <laughs> Denny's coin term. I got to use the language when I'm on the show, right? Denny, I didn't know about this new term. No, no, no. Well, I, I, I just, for the record, I don't pronounce it vocals. <laughs> it's just it's the misspelling. So it's, it's still, it's still folks. Come on, breathe. Oh, sorry, sorry. Well, it's I'm a... going to say folks, but I'm spelling it K first, obviously. Okay. Uh, like but it. yeah, I'm making uh, a whole bunch of uh, laser cut stuff, mostly board game pieces um, for various things. Uh, the shop is not online yet. It'll be opening very soon, probably this week. Uh, but if you like uh, nerdier things than football, like X-Wing Miniatures game or Magic the Gathering, because I'm really cool, uh, <laughs> Magic you can check that out. I'm making all sorts of stuff. I'm taking requests. And I will also be making some fantasy football trophies, too. Awesome. This season, so. Sweet. That sounds really cool, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's really fun. And I'm going to make a, a league, uh, sorry, a league, a trophy for this league, so... Oh, that's so cool. Wow. So where can we find your where can we find your stuff? Do you know yet? Do you have like a, uh, a yeah. locale for this? It's yeah. uh Strategic Dino on Etsy. Uh also Strategic Dino on Facebook and Instagram. There's basically nothing there yet. The Etsy shop is uh gonna be up in the next few days. The Facebook and Instagram are up. I have to find a different Twitter handle because for some reason someone took that. Uh but yeah, you can find that strategic uh dino oh, is, that is the name. That's real cool. Folks can earmark that and look for it to fill up with what sounds like really rad stuff. So listen, let me check, uh, catch everyone out there up on what's happened since my pick. I picked Keenan Allen at 2-2. Christian McCaffrey, AJ Green, Devontae Adams, T.Y. Hilton, Danny, your boy, Mike Evans, Devonta Freeman, Rob Gronkowski, 
and Stefan Diggs are off the board. I'm tilting with that Diggs pick. Yeah, yeah that's a, that's a, a pick that uh, JJ and Denny were both eyeing. You could hear it. Yeah. Um, is it going to basically be a game of chicken? Like who's going to pick the first quarterback in this group? Probably. I don't, I, I don't yeah. think so. I think, I mean, the, if they go in like what the fifth, sixth round, that that's reasonable. I mean, the, the top guys. Yeah, I remember last year I felt like I picked a quarterback too early in the twelfth round. <laughs> well, but uh, yeah, and and this is a fourteen team league, by the way, everybody. So I'm not saying that in a ten or twelve team league, that's where you should be taking like the elite quarterbacks. But I I do. Okay, so here's this, here's the thing: when you do a lot of expert drafts, quarterbacks fall pretty far, and then some of the experts start complaining about how far quarterback falls. Yeah. But here's the thing. You can change that by just taking a quarterback. If yeah. you really want people one. forget that. For sure. yeah. Just, yeah. just go ahead and do that. Quarterback right. quarterback is so exceptionally deep this, this year in a way that I feel like is kind of retrospectively vindicating your and uh, JJ uh, and Denny's work on the pod. I feel like people are kind of coming around to, the fading QB and streaming thing, you know, four or five years after you guys did. That's one of those things. I, I talked about it on the late round podcast, actually. Um, you know, everyone always asks me each year, when do you get the first quarterback? You know, when would I draft Aaron Rodgers? And my answer to that while I'm drafting right now, I'll, I'll make my pick real quick. Um, but my answer to that is, you know, sometimes when you are the first person to draft that quarterback, you better hope that there's a quarterback run that happens almost immediately mm-hmm. after. Because yep. if you get Aaron Rodgers in the fifth round, let's say, and then the, and then Tom Brady goes in the ninth round, then all of a sudden you actually devalued Aaron Rodgers. You're not getting nearly yep. as much value as you as you initially thought by him. Maybe, you know, if you thought that he would go in the fourth round and you get him in the fifth round and you're really excited because you got some equity there, you actually didn't if Tom Brady and, and the rest of the group go in the you know 10th, 11th, and 12th round. That's like exactly what happened to me last year. I was staring in the 12th round at Kirk Cousins. It was obviously fantastic. Uh, and I was like, oh, people are going to start the quarterback run. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. I'll take him in the 12th round. And then no one picked another quarterback until like the 14th or 15th round. Yeah. And that's why I felt up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's not a good feeling. So after Diggs, we had Mixon, Larry Fitzgerald, Adam Thielen, Tyreek Hill, Jarvis Landry, Jordan Howard, and Doug Baldwin off the board. I was kind of hoping Baldwin would fall to me. So I just want to say for the record, everybody, it hurt me to take Jarvis Landry at the turn over <laughs> Josh Gordon, over my man, my my favorite player in the league, Josh Gordon. But the the uncertainty, one, and two, it's PPR. And 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 the only thing that's certain is that Land is that Jarvis Landry is going to see like 250 targets. So that you know, it's that I just felt compelled to take him in this format. I ended up getting Adam Thielen and Jordan Howard at the sort of sort of two three turn. Uh, my th- the Thielen, I, I I have Diggs ahead of Thielen this year, but I think Thielen is still a fringe wide receiver one. Um, and then the Jordan Howard thing, I'm just I guess. I guess by by me drafting him there, I'm sort of buying into the the fact that he's going to be more of a three down back this year. But we'll kind of see what happens because obviously Tariq Cohen's a talented back. People still take, how- people still take Cohen as if as if he's going to be an every week starter, right? I mean, they're drafting him now. Yeah, I think it's more. I mean, I think they can get really creative with him in that offense, um, and I think they have the right personnel and the right mm-hmm. coaching to do so, uh, which would give him some flex appeal. 
Um, but at the same time, you know, I, I think Jordan Howard has obviously the touchdown upside, especially if that offense starts to, to, to do bigger things, which I think we're all projecting them to. Um, so Howard has more, has the touchdown upside. And then Cohen to me is more of a, a flex play. And I think that to be fair in a league like this, where we, we do have three additional flexes in the, in the league. So we're looking, we're looking at someone's on the clock. We're looking at, me. <laughs> at, uh, at quarterback, two running backs, three wide receivers, a tight end and three flex spots. So when you have a deeper roster, having a guy like Tariq Cohen is kind of perfect for that kind of format, right? Cause you can, you don't have to necessarily bank on him, but at the same time, you know, you know that he can break a big play and he can have those spiked weeks. And that's kind of what you want out of a roster on a roster like this. Yeah. Thanks for, thanks for owning me and my Tariq Cohen take. Yeah. No problem, Denny. Your takes, your takes, Denny, sort of own themselves. <laughs> uh, so, Golden Tate, Amari Cooper, and Juju Smith-Schuster have gone off the board, continuing the trend of lots of players. I wanted to fall to me, not falling to me. Tom, what's your what's your take on Juju? Why do you love Juju there? Uh, I I think that uh, you know he had a great year last year, and he's a he's a great athlete, and he has that upside. If anything happens to Antonio Brown, baked in. I dig it. I love Juju. Yeah, I mean, Juju's so likable too, man. His his upside is is the wide receiver one if Antonio Brown goes down. And and even if he doesn't, um, you know, I think that there's, you know, that's a high octane offense. They're gonna they're gonna throw the ball a lot. Yeah. What do you guys think his um, like what's his ceiling for catches? No, without the injury. I mean, I think that there's plenty. Like people get scared off. Uh, because of the target distribution there, because obviously Le'Veon Bell is gonna gonna need love. Antonio Brown's gonna get his. Um, but to me, to, are you laughing at me saying Le'Veon Bell is gonna get need love? We we all need love. We do look and Le'Veon, Le'Veon Bell specifically, given the off season that he's had, he's gonna need some love. Uh, sure. but like at the same time, it's an offense that's that's gonna funnel a lot of those targets to to three or four guys. You know, they're not it's not super super deep. James Washington, I think, can be something. Um, but Juju's got a role in that offense. He he should be fine as a as a wide receiver too. Here's something JJ, about. Oops, sorry, JJ. I have a question for you. To what extent is the term flex appeal a conscious riff on sex appeal? Oh, it's one hundred percent conscious. One hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We actually, this I was hosting. This is what hosting is, folks. I was having, I was, I was having a conversation with a friend yesterday, uh, one of my high school buddies, who's who's an actor as well. Um, but he he said that he wants to create a character. This is for anyone listening to the to the people. I'm basically giving away his idea, but he wants to create a character named Sex Ed. <laughs> like, wouldn't that be perfect to have like a character named Sex Ed? And yeah, and, sure. Yeah, that just just yeah. brought that to my mind after talking about the flex appeal. This is the kind of stuff you got to take with you back to Hollywood, Tom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just want to know more about his backstory. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. I mean... So uh, after uh, Tom's pick of Juju Smith-Schuster, we saw Demarius Thomas, Jarek McKinnon, Allen Robinson, and Kenyon Drake off the board. And the meh addicts are on the clock. And the <laughs> amount of players I'm interested in is dwindling rapidly. Those guys, we're, go we're going to turn on we're going to turn on the TV in three months and and see something like and Tom Everett Scott as sexy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tom Everett Scott is sexy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. oh my god! Seriously, can one of you writers write that? I mean, it'd be amazing. That'd be amazing. Those last three picks before Travis Kelsey, all of them 
just make me so nervous. It went with Jer- it went Jarek, Allen Robinson, Kenyon Drake. All of them have insane, insane range of outcomes. Yeah. I'm looking right now at being the guy who takes either McCoy or Gordon because I kind of don't see in the range of outcomes of everyone's left a whole lot of upside. It seems like a lot of those guys that I wanted for a little upside are gone. Mm, I'm about to pick right before you, Waylon. Ooh. Well, I mean, I'm going to take one of those two guys. So one of them is one of them is going to be there. Yeah. I oh, take and he didn't take either of them. He goes with Chris Hogan. Oh, okay. the Hulkster, the Hulkster. All right. Damn, dude. Oh, my goodness. Just what? like last year, this draft is drying up so fast. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I actually used 14 teams, three flex. Seven man bench, I feel like is the entire history of the NFL the player pool here. <laughs> yes. Like what is going on? Um the final round. Right. I, uh, I I like uh I I want to root for Gordon. Let's see. Let's take him. Oh. There you go. Big cranberry. Big cranberry, <laughs> the cran man can. You know it, baby. The only <laughs> essential Thanksgiving food. Ugh. Man, Folks, I'm already looking forward to our Thanksgiving episode. <laughs> The holidays are just around the corner, guys. They are. Time flies, man. This oh, yeah. is that's a great that's a great dad take from from JJ. Very nice. It, 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 <laughs> do, like, my 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 child is almost a month old already. So old. This uh, is right? how this is how this is how time works, JJ. I don't know so if time old. works this way. By the way, you know, there's there, there's this there's this there's a subplot going on during this draft, and that's me trying to kill a fly in my office while it's going. I got a fly swatter in my right hand. Let me tell you, it's compelling, folks. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I am sex ed. Okay. Oh man. Oh, I don't like any of these players. <laughs> yeah. T- so Waylon just got sniped. He went from he got Josh Gordon, but then Brandon Cooks and Lashawn McCoy just went. And yeah. as we all know, he wanted he wanted Lashawn McCoy there. So now he's tilting his face off i i uh i am oh man i don't like any of these running back i'm just gonna take i'm gonna take alshon wow how do you like that folks how do you like them cranberries folks it's time i am also tilting my face off i was hoping uh brandon cooks would come back around those four picks cheers denny so on the uh, on the subject of, of uh, fatherhood, JJ, I think uh, you know JJ has done a lot to differentiate himself among the fantasy community with the rigor and sort of you know uh, empirical innovations and things like that. But there's really no better way to distinguish yourself in the fantasy football community than to prove that you've had sex one time. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's the only reason why I, I tweet things about it and and uh, uh, you know against the. Uh, the wanting of of some of my followers there's that one guy i don't know if you guys saw it but some guy got mad at me online last week for for tweeting about my daughter or actually it was it was because i thanked someone for giving me the advice to to uh get her to to sleep while bouncing on an exercise ball and that that really made someone mad yeah and he was like stick to football i mean which which is amazing because 90% of your tweets stick so football, you mentioned, hey, I also have a baby, and this this guy logs on and is like, hell no, not in my not right. in my timeline. Right? Yeah, it was, you, it was pretty crazy. Could you imagine what a like fiery hellscape the internet must be to this man if that upsets him? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. 
It's pretty bad. So since my Jeffrey pick, we've seen Corey Davis, Royce Freeman, and Lamar Miller off the board. I think it's fitting that the simulation took Lamar Miller. Yeah, that seems that seems right. Yeah, he's gonna see a lot of volume. That offensive line is just a complete disaster. I kind of, I just never really felt like he was good. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't know if he's. I mean, we're talking. Denny's on this podcast, but um, it's okay. He's I, not good. Yeah, <laughs> I know. He's just he's, he's been into Lamar Miller in the past. Um, yeah. No, I I don't. I, I think he's fine. It's just that like I would like him to just be in a a better situation with that line. Is the way mm-hmm. that like I, I don't think he's a bad pick. I don't. I think that where he's being drafted is totally cool, given the amount of volume that he could potentially see. But that line, man, could be bad. Alex Collins and Marvin Jones. Remember when Marvin Jones was the actual goat on this podcast? I I remember, and well, you were right on him being good, and then you were right on him being bad. Yeah, yeah right. you did a lot. Of, you did a lot of pivots on Jones. It was really like a sort of balletic. Yeah, like yeah. Your position on Jones last year. Yeah, we have we have a we have an interesting relationship. <laughs> you like I have that, a question. Like yeah, that? Waylon has to drop the bal- balletic. This we <laughs> somebody cancel this podcast right now. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I'm like basically telling Denny that he's like ugly and he sucks, and then I'm calling JJ balletic. <laughs> I have a I have a question. Yeah, what is what is the injury for uh, JJ? It's not going to be sign- – uh, he'll probably be playing. I, he injured, I, I, I think he injured one of the – sorry. This is, I'm just trying to do shit. No, I want to hear he, it. He injured one of the vowels in his name. Oh, yeah. That, that, that was really coming out nice. Yeah, it would have been perfect. Got, that's my bad. We got like five people on it. It's, it's tough, and I yeah, talk a lot. So. That's my bad. Cancel the podcast. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure they labeled it as like a lower body injury like a like a hockey player, but I think he'll be fine for week one. Got it. Okay. Wow. Do you want me to look into possible hosts for next year? I mean, I know. <laughs> oh man. Oh good goodness gracious. Oh man, I'm wow. almost up. The roast is the roast is on. It uh, is. Dion Lewis, Jay Ajay, which Oh my gosh. Folks have discussed oh, De- Derek Derek Henry. He's got some wild hair going in his profile pic. I just completely forgot I was up. I'm I'm up right now. Isn't anybody worried about Burkhead's slight tear in his knee? I am. I am. I am. I'm sure he is. <laughs> I didn't mean. I meant you guys. I didn't mean. No, it's, I know. Anyone. It's real dry. I'm just hitting you with the real dry stuff. I mean, man. dude is injured. Always injured. He's he's all he's yeah. always banged up. I, I'm going to make a pick that I'm not even like at this spot. Uh-huh. It's just, I hate, I hate that this is a 14 teamer. It just makes yeah. it, it makes it harder. You know, you, and, and it's a 14 teamer where people aren't taking onesie positions. So we're forced uh-huh. to reach a bit. We're yeah. forced to do things that we wouldn't, you know, I've been drafting this guy a lot. I'm just doing it. I, I went with Marshawn. Yeah. I like that. I was, I was kind of hoping people would sleep on Marshawn and he would get down to me. I like that pick a lot. I also like the Manny Sanders pick from the Lexington. Yeah, I, I was actually going to do that if 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 he was there, I would have gotten him. Yeah, those are a couple of guys who you just don't really hear a lot of talk about. I mean, for obvious reasons, because we've had their are you know their names on our lips for years and years, and they're no longer exciting. But those are guys I have circled for my drafts this season. Um, yeah. So I I mean, like JJ was talking about, ADPs are so weird right now. Or I mean, where you have to take guys. I'm about to t- I'm about to take like 
Pierre Garcon in the fourth round. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's nuts. Which right. is which is ter- which is horrendous. It's a nightmare. That's why I always when when people ask me on Twitter, "What round did you get this player?" I'm more inclined to say, "I got this player at wide receiver 36 or whatever." It's just it's it's just easier to give them that context. Yeah. Never mind. I took Goodwin. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can still get Garcon. I can. Hey, hey is Randall Cobb going to get cut? No. I'd be he, I'd be shocked. Yeah. He's he. I guess a lot of this because he he seems to be really high ADP wise, and I think it's just obviously like front loaded from earlier drafts because it seemed like on Chris Harris's show and a lot of the other kind of smarter stuff I've been hearing are there. So there's a little bit of there's a little bit of you know kind of concern over what his role is going to be in Green Bay and yeah. if he's worth the current price. I'm still I'm still pretty team. I'm still pro Randall Cobb for the most part. I, I think that his like last season when Aaron Rodgers and him were both healthy, there was like a five game sample. Randall Cobb was like a, a high end wide receiver too. Yeah. Um so that that's really the the upside there. I, I'm also gonna get I'm gonna get a guy that I haven't drafted at all this offseason right here. Let's see. Crabby. I haven't gotten my, I, I don't have any Michael Crabtree until now. Uh, I have a question about Goodwin. Yeah. Does anyone think about like Goodwin's lack of college production as being a factor this year? Like and going Shut up, forward. Tom. I'm serious, Denny. I think I think that he's uh, he's a little bit he he was really good last year um from what I've seen and and what I've what I've analyzed but and so when I see that at the NFL level I kind of start throwing out college production a little bit like like a good example is Kenyon Drake, right? Kenyon Drake was behind uh, Derrick Henry in college. Um, and and I, I understand, like, obviously he's behind a pro and therefore he's not going to see as much love or whatever. It's similar to, like, Spencer Ware with Jeremy Hill. Um, but even still, like, you want to see them be the workhorse in college just inherently. Um, but once you see them do something at the NFL level, then, you know, it's different. Like, Chris Carson didn't do anything in college, but he's clearly a, a pretty good running back you know Kenyon drake last year was really good i think marquis goodwin's good I, I i like the pick that denny made at the four or five turn thanks yeah far be it for me to say something nice about denny but i also like the robert woods pick uh that's another guy who's just not really like no one really talks about yeah true yeah w- woods woods jumped out in the uh the equity score thing that i put out every year he I, like i did adjustments and he just kept coming out Hmm. way way ahead of his ADP so so also I should I should say Jamal Williams just was drafted and yeah. I didn't go Jamal Williams because I have a lot of Jamal Williams this year uh, I've been drafting him a lot it's sort of a hedge for me because I have a lot of Aaron Jones and Dynasty um, but just to be clear, you know, it's, as you guys know, I like to play the, the probability game a good bit but I think Jamal Williams and he was just picked at 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 uh, the fourth pick in the fifth round, I think he's a really solid pick in redraft this year. I, I don't think that he's the most talented back on Green Bay, um, but I think he's going to, you know, it's one of those situations where um, he's available and he's healthy and Green Bay is going to score points. And that's, that's what you need right now. You know, when you're, when you're looking at uh, the early season, um, especially if you're going to go like a zero RB, he's kind of a perfect back. Uh, to snag because you know that he's going to get a lot of love those first couple weeks of the season with Aaron Jones suspended. I love that my my music is playing for you all. It's great. 
So sure. after Marshawn Lynch, just to catch everyone up, Marquise Goodwin, Robert Woods to Denny, Michael Crabtree to JJ, Mark Ingram, who is here in the system as Mark Ingram 2. This time it's personal. Jamal Williams. <laughs> <laughs> and then we had Zach Ertz and Carrion Johnson. What? So last night I tried to brush up on my Tom Everett Scott movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think everyone will feel feel terrible that an American Werewolf of Paris is not available to stream to buy anywhere. I know. Right? Like I had, Amazon was like, you can buy a VHS tape. <laughs> and every other movie that exists, I can pay to stream. What's up, Tom? You gotta fix that. I signed a waiver. It was a rider in my contract that I wanted to, that movie to stay analog for as long as possible. <laughs> okay, that's cool. I, yeah, I didn't want to see any residuals from that movie. Uh, <laughs> the, only, the, the only way to see American Werewolf in Paris is to like find it at a yard sale. <laughs> that's crazy. You really can't like get it anywhere. No, Tom, you can't. I've tried. I've trust me. I put a yeah. full effort into this. I have watched the trailer online no less than five times just because I'm hungry for it. I want to see it. Oh, nice. Punny. I like it. Um, oh, I didn't mean to. No, I like it. Though. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I'm am I successfully pretending like I haven't searched for it. Um, uh, I feel like, listen, you guys want to see it? You guys want to see it? Yeah. You want to watch it yeah. right now? Let's watch it, man. Let's just put it on. Let's just put it on. Let me just find my VHS. I'm I'm sure I have a copy of it somewhere, but it's probably also on VHS. I'm looking at the Wikipedia to see if there are any red flags. So, like, Buena Vista distributed it. Is Buena Vista still around? Yeah, it was originally Hollywood Pictures, which was, like, I don't know. Uh, then that went defunct, and then it became Dimension is the one who released it. That was like the Miramax horror. Okay, right, sure, movie. sure. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happened. It was Disney, basically. I mean, this stuff is so fickle. I mean, they just go through waves where they lock stuff up, and you'll see something that streams forever, and you're always seeing it come up on Netflix, and then it disappears. I feel like it's just this mysterious algorithmic thing now with what is available on streaming and not. Yeah, there's also movies that they don't allow you to rent or anything. They're only, you know, for sale. Like, mm-hmm. um, And I, I don't know why the studios do that. So since you guys are movie people, can I mm-hmm. have, and, and you guys know, uh, you know, you have a, a, a lot of depth to bring to the table in terms of your knowledge. Have yeah. you Have you ever watched the movie Airborne? No, what is that? Oh my gosh. It's a, Jack Black was in it. And it was it was from the from the early '90s, okay. And it's about this dude who moves from California to Cincinnati, and his parents go to Australia because they're zoologists. And he stays with his cousin in Cincinnati for a year and goes to high school with them. And he gets picked on and stuff, but he's a rollerblader. And the whole movie. Oh my god, that sounds sick. The whole movie is about him getting picked on, and like you know, there's and then they have this big battle between like schools basically at the end on what's called devil's backbone and it's sure. and it's this giant hill that they go down and they race down it's, it's freaking phenomenal but you know given that they were rollerbladers they were also uh naturally inline hockey players right because when, when you think cincinnati you think hockey um and so <laughs> so they 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 play pickup hockey and my first job out of college because as some of you guys know i lived in cincinnati for four years after i graduated and my first job out of college 
was in a building where one of the scenes of them, one of the street hockey games was in the parking lot of the building that I worked. It was pretty sweet. But yeah, you get, you should, you should check out the movie airborne. It's phenomenal. Fantastic. It's, it's glad you brought that up. I've been thinking about that movie like periodically, like every year or two, I'll remember that movie and I could not remember what it was called. Oh, really? You've seen it? The, the, yeah, not, guys, get this. The main character's name is Mitchell Goosen. <laughs> Just fantastic stuff. It's fantastic. <laughs> I'm totally going to take that up. I love, um, I love the, the feel of like 90s kind of like extreme or fringe sport kind of exploitation type yes. films like it's like rollerblading and skateboarding yes it's like it's like, like the it's like the disney movie brink before they made brink or johnny sure, tsunami sure, sure. yeah or, or, or like a johnny tsunami. tsunami type yeah yeah all right so just to catch everybody up as i am on the clock here uh carry on johnson randall cobb julian edelman cooper cup nelson aguilar duke johnson jameson crowder i took isaiah crowell which is a really boring pick but i kind of needed to get a plausible rb starter somewhere near my roster to go with kareem hunt i'm going to take someone else boring here now and take pierre garçon oh that's who i was garçon Oh, I missed a couple. This thing is not scrolling down. This thing, I got to scroll it myself. This is like slings and arrows, man. This is the job of hosting, man. You got to scroll. It's and tough. Shit, it's know? not easy, man. Yeah. Will Fuller 5, right? We're going deep into the sequels here. Uh, <laughs> Carlos Hyde and Pierre Garcon from me. So we're, we're just starting the sixth round now. Yeah, we're at the top of the sixth round. JJ is really teaching by example how to actually host a thing like that. Like, I'm not telling anybody what round anything is. I'm basically just tilting my face up. Yeah, it's it's really tough when you're when you're drafting and hosting. Never I mean, never I draft talking. and host. That's what that's what the police say. I really, as soon as the draft started and I started talking, I felt like I had a gun to my head. Yeah, it's fun to watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, although so in, in, like with will fuller the fifth when you have a fifth after your name i mean you really aren't you just bragging about your grandparents and great great grandparents <laughs> having sex <laughs> yeah totally totally yeah. Well, i have a friend who's a fourth and he refuses to name his child the fifth and i i get on him for that because it's just like that's a long time that they've been working towards they, that. they've been yeah. working yeah you're really ruining what your what your great and great great grandparents wanted yeah, at his I wedding, am... I, I put that in my speech, and his dad loved it, and he hated it. Like, how many people? How many people do you know are influenced by any way? Like, like I don't even I, I know nothing about my great great grandparents, but imagine them giving you that pressure in some way that right. you need to name your kid that. I mean, so I am a third. I am Thomas Christopher Whalen the third. Wow. Um, oh. Yeah, fancy. Um, and I think about how much uh, my grandfather, if he were still alive would think I'm a piece of shit. And that's just <laughs> and that's just like three removes, you know? Yeah. Would you would you name your future child that? No, I don't think I would, man. I don't think I would. Yeah. I don't so think I, I could I could never name my kid after myself. That would that would make me feel very strange, I feel like. I mean, me no too. no no offense to anyone who does that. That's not what I'm trying I don't I don't want uh, people who name their kids after themselves Twitter after me. I, I just oh, that's that's a bad Twitter that's a bad bad Twitter. Yeah, I'm yeah, merely yeah, saying yeah. that I yeah. I can't do it within myself to I, I just can't. Uh, just to squeeze just to squeeze in quick here, Will Fuller the fifth, Carlos Hyde, Pierre Garcon, Jordy Nelson, Aaron Rodgers. There's our first QB and Sammy Watkins and Chris Thompson off the board to start the sixth. So Rodgers went 
sixth round. So six four. Six in, four. A, in a fourteen round in a fourteen teamer, to be fair. Yeah, that's some that's some QB fading right there. Yeah. I think that's a good pick. You know, it's not a terrible pick. Um uh what I was gonna say uh about the junior stuff. Uh my dad my dad's name is Craig Wayne Carter. My name is Craig Dennis Carter. And I can't tell you how many people I've come in contact with in my life where they're, they're like, okay, so you're a junior. I'm like, nope, not, right. not a junior. Right. No, but but it's the same. No, no, it's not. I, the middle name's different. I know, but you're still a junior. Nope, not, not a junior. It's not how that works. Not how that works. Yeah, no. you're, not, you're not trying to get called junior. I also love when the when athletes, uh, you know, they go their whole career without um, seniors on their jersey, and then they have a kid, and then you know that they had sex because they have the senior on the back of their jersey. Well, yeah, this the senior um, SR basically just stands for sex, like really, like really, <laughs> really. <laughs> sex, really. <laughs> All right, it's actually so... <laughs> the name of my next album. If, uh... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Aaron Rodgers, Sammy Watkins, Chris Thompson, uh, Robbie Anderson, Tariq Cohen, and your boy Devin Funches at the very nice six point nine. Ooh, oh, Funches wow. really pos- positioning himself to have a very a lot of reciprocity this season for Devin Funches at six nine. Balletic reciprocity right. i mean wait, right, this buddy. is a fantasy yeah. football this is about football tom this is not about right. words right stick to football i was i was good with 6.9 that was that was <laughs> nice this is, a family po- is this not a family podcast anymore uh, was it ever that's 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 graduate that graduated in in 2014 oh the family right. podcast notion dang uh carson oh god man carson and penny going back to back that's fun that was weird. Yeah. That's fun though. <laughs> is it, is you it? were you were eyeing Carson then? I was. Really wanted Carson. I will settle for someone else. <laughs> Denny can't say it. <laughs> well, Denny, you have one running back, it looks like, which means I'm just gonna piss you off and draft a running back when I'm up next. Oh, no. oh, <laughs> this God. is what I'm talking about, man. This no, is where don't do it. Get don't well, someone do someone it. just sniped me with, with Kenny Stills, who oh, is God. who I was definitely going to go after. Oh no, come on, don't do it. So instead of going with Kenny Stills, I'm probably just gonna take Tevin Coleman. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, now I'm done. I'm out. I'm I'm leaving. I need I I need someone to make audio the, uh, just a, an audio clip of Denny going ah. Come on, oh man. Goodness, man. That's that's a killer. That... Then put it to a song like that sweet I'm... Jeff Goldblum thing. <laughs> yes, I'm exactly. I'm dead. What the hell, man? Good Sorry, Den Den. I just gotta I gotta hoard the running backs. You're gonna make me do this. You're gonna make me do this. Oh, Whoa, man. Whoa. Oof. Oh boy, man. That's, that's ugly. Folks, obviously from the waves of disgust that you just heard go through the draft room, uh, Denny just drafted Adrian Peterson. He did. He's, a, he's in the league. I did not. I did not know he was still in the league. <laughs> he had he had fifty yards last night. Give me a break. Yeah. That's that's analysis for you guys. By the way, guys, the wide receivers on the board right now are so bad. Mm, awful. <laughs> The, the the so on ESPN the top wide we're in the beginning of the seventh round, 
Kelvin Benjamin, Sterling Shepard, Josh Doxson, Devontae Parker, Marquise Lee, Alan Hearns, Paul Richardson, and Babytron. That's how that's how they're listed out here. Man, that is so uh, rough. J- uh, JJ, let me ask you. I heard Chris Harris refer to uh, Galladay as a fantasy hipster perennial. Would you say that shots fired? Um, yeah, probably. Probably. A little bit. Har- Harris and I, we uh, we're buds. But uh, I'll I'll go out there and say that that he's he's coming after me with that take. Yeah, uh, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. How how can it be a, a perennial hipster when the guy's only been around for two years? You gotta take this up with Harris, man. Don't kill, don't kill the messenger, man. I really want to take him here. You know what? Just because of that, I'm doing it. Oh, oh whoa! <laughs> kind of like this, man. The 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 host is uh, kind of putting his oar in the water here and affecting some of the outcomes. <laughs> so Adrian Peterson, Kelvin Benjamin, and the aforementioned Kenny Galladay, Mister Skinny Jeans himself. That's uh, we're at the start of round seven now. I'm getting the hang of this. Jay. Look, look, the Kenny Galladay thing. The, here's the, here's the deal. Last season, like what what I tend to 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 look for. Uh, with wide receivers specifically when they add different, you know, new weapons or different players is how that wide receivers target share was influenced. And a good example of this is Mike Evans two years ago had no competition for targets, right? And he had like Mm -hmm. a 30% target share. And then last season they add OJ Howard and Chris Godwin in the draft and they add Deshaun Jackson and he had a prorated target share that was about 5% lower than what he saw the season before, which tells me He's not locked into this, you know, elite target share necessarily each and every season. He's, he's fine. He's a fine player, but we're not talking Antonio Brown, Julio Jones, Odell Beckham type target shares. Um, and with Marvin Jones last year, when Kenny Galladay was healthy, Marvin Jones was more of a low end wide receiver too. And when Kenny Galladay was was not healthy, Marvin Jones was a top five wide receiver. Uh, those five games where Kenny Galladay was out was really why Marvin Jones was able to catapult himself into you know top ten uh, as a top ten wide receiver. So to me, it's a team that has <clears throat> that that will run many three wide sets, um, and when there's three wide, uh, that means that Kenny Galladay can easily take away some of those looks from someone like Marvin Jones or Golden Tate. He can see fifteen to seventeen percent of the team's targets, and if he develops as a strong, talented wide receiver, which I think he can, which he flashed last year, all of a sudden Kenny Galladay is seeing up to 20% of the team's targets, and he's a very viable fantasy option. You hear this? That's the mic drop. (laughs) That was impressive. Thanks, man. That was a very, really, you you saw, you really can detect JJ really getting up ahead of steam during that and really like. I was just in flow. I was in flow. Digging there. his heels, digging his heels in. Right? I was expecting to hear the, the air horn go off. <laughs> the most impressive thing for me was as soon as JJ dropped that mic, Denny disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> JJ, can you do that again? Yeah, that yeah I'm just going to do it all the time. <laughs> I'm. Guys. Oh look, Denny! Denny has brought back the the cat painting. What what's that cat's name again? It's it's uh it's Tabby Tabby the cat. Tabby the cat is back, and in painting form. I remember I I've never laughed harder on this podcast than when Denny was sharing the the Tabby the cat uh photo and then he he said if you look closely you can see a robin you can see it you can still see it i i need a i need a good a good luck charm or something after losing out on tevin coleman i, I may never get o- get over that one <laughs> Poor that's tevin. a really creepy painting man it's super creepy my mom <clears throat> got it for me and was like 
surprise and I, I immediately started crying not not from <laughs> but but out of terror it's just it's just terrifying uh, did she have that commissioned or did she paint it herself no she had a commission by a college student who i'm sure is a professional artist today it's also a, a commission by by a blind college student from what i understand what? All right, so after uh, Danny Carter struck fear <laughs> in the hearts of everyone in the draft room by drafting Adrian Peterson, we had Kelvin Benjamin, Kenny Galladay, Jimmy Graham, Cam Meredith, Tyler Lockett, Peyton Barber, DJ Moore, Sterling Shepard, and Chris Godwin working us through about the, the, the middle to late seventh round. And we're waiting on the simulation who waits for no one. Are you going to get that tattooed on you, that cat? Danny? Uh, should I? I think so. She was a she was a good cat. <laughs> now we just have this to rem- to remember her. Also, <laughs> also her her grave in my parents' yard backyard. You have to when you when you present that painting to people, you have to remind them that she was a good cat because the painting is so bad. Yeah. Well, my um my my wife left me over this painting. I don't know if I told you. <laughs> sure, I'm sure it was just over the painting. I, I I demanded that it hang above our bed, and she on said, the ce- no. "On the ceiling, on the ceiling, right?" <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> Chris Godwin, Michael Gallup, who I've, wow. I've never who I've never heard of, and James White. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love Michael. All Gallup. right, big big cranberry on the clock. Uh, James White was the player I wanted. What are we doing? By the oh way, breathe, breathe. Getting Sony Michelle there could end up being a, a big deal. Oh my god! Right? What so. is this? Oh my god! I'm baking god. on what happened last year, where I just picked the people no one wanted, and they turn out to be the top three. <laughs> right. Right. Oh my god! Oh my god! The tilt is real for Waylon. This is like this is like the horror. Waylon, what are you doing? Oh my god! Just go Brady. Log out. Get Brady. Oh, stop it. Stop it. Don't even say that. How could you say something like that? <laughs> Do it. Oh my God. See? Stop it. Stop it. Oh, you can't be yelling at me to take Brady. Get right Tom now. Brady. Oh, oh, Brady. Oh, stop it. You have the guys. same name. Guys. Guys. My name is not Brady. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to take. Oh my. Who are any of these? I've never heard of any of these guys. Oh boy. Who are these guys? <laughs> And we're only oh in the seventh round. I thought Danny Amendola was dead. Like, who are <laughs> these guys? Oh, my God. I'm just going to take Marquise Lee. Waylon. There you go. Marquise Lee. Okay. Waylon, Tom Brady is uh, – he's he's good. Don't yeah. – you should have taken Yeah, him. I didn't know if you knew this either. His first name is actually Tom. Right. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for – Yeah, I just wanted to make sure that you realized. A nice, a nice through line for me. Yeah. Um, I, I think I'm going to freaking – wait a second. Wait a second. I'm looking at like Ty Montgomery injury reports now, totally tilting my face off. So, so I want to just say, just to give listeners uh, an idea of what's going on. So Tom's back on the clock. I'm going to, I'm going to give him a little bit of a uh, relaxation time. Um, We're at the end of the seventh round and Marquise Lee and Mike Williams just dropped off the board to, to recap where, so I, I took baby Tron at seven, two, and then Jimmy Graham, Cam Meredith, Tyler Lockett, Peyton Barber, DJ Moore, Sterling Shepard, and Chris Godwin went. And then Michael Gallup, James White, Sony Michelle, Marquise Lee, Mike Williams, and Devontae Parker. This draft is just, it, it's insane. Every year it's insanity like this. You just, once you hit the seventh, sixth, seventh round, you're getting guys that you typically get in the ninth and tenth round. 
if that honestly i mean there's some if that you're where, right yeah 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 you could get mike williams in the 15th yeah your your home league i mean I, i'm not even sure my 14 team neighborhood league that i drafted on thursday drafted mike williams right yeah. right all right all right i am gonna i'm i'm going to i'm gonna take time on I like Ty Montgomery. I did not want to think about that pick anymore. I'm sweating. I'm oh, I'm drenched right now. Uh, I am. I'm look, really. It's yeah. Waylon, when you when you can we when you can get a, a team's running back four, you got to do it. <laughs> gotta do it. <laughs> oh, buddy. Oh my goodness. I. Uh, oh man. I gotta really pull myself together here and talk about other people's picks now. This is miserable. I um, I ran. So I you might have blacked out while you were drafting, but I did run through the picks, so we're okay. Yeah. Okay. JJ, can you just say that one more time, man? I just, I can't, I'm like, I don't even try to think I'm blacking out. I think I'm like, I think I'm, <laughs> Oh my gosh. I really am. Like I'm, I'm, I'm really not, I'm not well, I can't even pretend like the sort of auspices of like a together host right now. Um, Is there someone I, we can call? Are you, Tom has been lobbying to have someone else host the show. No, the I entire mean, entire show. No, no, um, not not to host. To make sure that you're okay. You're right. in a dark room. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it is pretty dark. Where I look like are. I've been kidnapped. I look like I've been kidnapped. Hey, Denny, do you have a? Sorry, go ahead. Tom. Yeah. Do you have a med alert bracelet? I just want to make sure you're <laughs> oh, going to be okay. Oh my god. Oh my goodness. I was just going to say, Denny, do you want to trade me Jarvis Landry for um, Tevin Coleman? Um, I'll have to uh, I'll have to talk to Rich Rebar about that. <laughs> <laughs> Always a good idea. Uh, you know, you know, you got a bunch of cool guys when you mention Rich Rebar, get a, and everyone laughs, right? Correct. You're like just a bunch of cool fantasy football loving guys here. Yeah, just like dropping Rebar. I'm old enough to know when he was Roto Reeb's. Oh my gosh. The the worst the worst twenty hours of my of my Guys, life. That, that was like that was like when Garth Brooks turned into um, what was it, Tom? Uh, Chris Ga- Chris Gaines. Chris Gaines. It was that was that was Rich Rebar's Chris Gaines moment. I didn't even know that happened. Dude, Garth Brooks went on Saturday Night Live as Chris Gaines. That's it's right. wild. You have to look, JJ. You have to look. That's it up. insane. It's like one of the wilder things. Yeah, it's totally wild. Wow. Is he just in character? Or- he was he made like kind of like a like a rock record under a persona, you know, and it's it, like he was kind of a separate person. Like Chris Gaines has his own like Wikipedia page. He's like this separate persona. Um, I can picture he had like a little like weird little beard thing he did. It was just well, awful. It, what, what it was was Garth Brooks got so bored of being successful that he decided yeah. to be unsuccessful. Yeah. I think With Chris Gaines. I think we had someone just leave the draft. <laughs> lame dads man they just they, they just go, tilted so hard you had to go cut the grass man yeah no it, it looks like it looks like he's he's had connection issues because there's a lot of notification yep he's back in we're good all right cool you got the messages tabs up jj i got i have all i can't dude i can't do it i took the messages off dude i'm like I, i'm tilting right i mean I that's what, I can't, that's I what happens when you host that's what happens I when you host. All right, so we have since my time Montgomery pick that was roasted by Denny, um, Theo Riddick, Anthony Miller, Matt Burita. Matt Burita, like his name just sounds like delicious, you know. Um, and Richard Matthews. So we're in the middle of the eighth round. Richard sounds kind of tasty too. Yeah, just... it does. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of um, of mouth watering stuff yeah. on the uh, queue right now. Can you can you pass me the Richard? 
There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Put a little breed on that. This podcast has gone off the rails. What 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 is going on? Denny, this is the worst podcast that we do every year. Everyone knows like this is legitimately the worst thing that anyone's listening to, and somehow people are going to listen to it. And they'll like it. It's incredible. I'm gonna do I'm gonna have the same guys I had last year, but this time it seems right to take him. I gotta go with Tom Brady. Ooh, there we go. Oh, there he is. The Tom, right? The Tom connection. So, Tom Everett Scott, now that you've taken Rob and Tom, I feel I need to offer you a challenge, sir. Yeah, let's do it. In our matchup this year, our regular yeah. season matchup, if you, if I, uh, sorry, if I win, you need to send me a signed VHS copy of Dead Man on Campus <laughs> because that's my favorite movie you've ever been in. But if you win, yes, I I'm will listening. send you a VHS copy of Dead Man on Campus that I signed. <laughs> That's sick. I like this. I like this. I come out on top of this <laughs> deal. Clearly. Yeah, that, that Brie Bronvin autograph is worth a lot. Brie, and it has to be signed Brie Bronvin. Oh, right. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I don't you ever sign my name any other way. You have a deal. Oh, I love it. I, I, I'm excited. I have to find a VHS copy of that movie. I'll send you one. Oh, perfect. <laughs> It sounds like you guys could do this without the wager. You know, it sounds like that's kind of where we're heading. That, that does does sound that way. There needs to be yeah, something I, on the line. You're right. Well, send me the VHS copy anyway, and then we'll come up with a better bet. Like, oh, okay. you know, I don't know. JJ, are you good at making bets, making up bets? Oh, you know what caught on for my league last year, JJ, was what you were doing with the uh, beer chug. Yeah, you and I both, because you beat me in the LTS league, but then I destroyed you in the <laughs> in the Wilson Lives league. Chris Harris. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Chris Harris has a league with um, Hollywood elites like Tom and uh-huh. and a couple of other... Uh, there's like I, we have like Hollywood writers and stuff in it and and whatnot. This, the sub the sub elites. Yeah, and then, but then we have um, the, the, yeah the absolute bottom of the barrel humans, which are the fantasy football <laughs> analysts. Uh, so there's like me and Rotopat and stuff, and, and we're drafting tomorrow actually. And I won it last year, uh, backpat. Oh wait, I'm up right now. I won it last year though. I have keepers. I, like it's I'm repeating, Tom. It's happening. Keep monologuing about your other league. <laughs> so uh, as JJ thinks this over, uh, Tom picks Tom Brady. One Hollywood elite picks another. And we have Delaney Walker, Alan Hearns, and John Brown after that. We're waiting on JJ. This is tough because there's literally you're, no wide receivers left. There's none. But your team in that league is ridiculously good. Well, I'm start. So I, I, I got um, – Kareem Hunt and Alvin Kamara last year for cheap, and then we, it's a it's a keeper for four years uh, with a little bit of inflation with with auction costs. So I'm basically walking into the draft with Kareem Hunt and Alvin Kamara for nothing. That's yeah. sick. That's horrible. JJ picked Taewon Taylor, who I think I've heard of, and Latavius Murray goes to Denny. I've definitely mm-hmm. heard of him. Who's that's Taewon a great Taylor? pick. Is he a rookie? Is he a rookie? <laughs> Who Taewon Taylor? Who yeah, who is he? He's a second year guy. Um, okay. I think he's gonna he's he's gonna uh, see a, hopefully a breakout this year. But I mean, at this point in the draft, the on ESPN, the best wide receivers available, just so people have an idea: Josh Doxson, Paul Richardson, Mohamed Sanu, Danny Amendola, Deshaun Jackson, John Ross, Calvin Ridley. I mean, someone might hear that and say, "Why didn't you get Josh Doxson?" Like, I get it, but I'm just striving for upside here. And yeah. I, I think Taewon and Denny just picked 
Josh Doxson like a like a tool, like a tool. <laughs> yeah. <thank you. laughs> uh, Do I go QB here though? Nah. Hmm. Nah. I'd rather I'd rather just take Taewon Taylor types over. Oh, do I do it? Going quarterback would be a great cell phone. I'm just saying. I'm going to take a... Oh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take Aaron Jones. Oh, that's a good pick. Man. Oh, that's not bad. Not bad. All right, the lame dads are up. We're just starting the ninth round. The ninth round began with Josh Doxson to Denny. Aaron Jones to JJ. We should we could actually we could actually take a little break here. It's probably a good idea. I'll export the audio. We'll I'll chat a little bit and we'll pop back in towards the end of the draft and kind of give you guys a recap. How's that sound, Waylon? Oh, it sounds great to me, man. I am uh I'm on on my last thread here for sure. Sweet. Sounds good. We'll be back in a sec, guys. All right, folks, we're going to jump back in. We are presently drafting towards the end of the 11th round, pick 13. But let's catch back up on what's happened since we took a break. Beginning of round nine, Josh Doxson to the Maryland Mediocres. That's Denny. Aaron Jones to JJ, which was really celebrated in the room here. I uh, I wish I knew he was on the board when I took Ty Montgomery. Uh, James Washington, Russell Wilson, Corey Clements. Cortland Sutton, Cam Newton, who is the second? Who was was he the second quarterback? How many quarterbacks have been off the board? Third. No, that's that's the third after Tom Brady. So, yes. So Cam Newton, Gio Bernard, Ty Williams, Calvin Ridley, Jordan Wilkins, Marlon Mack, John Ross, Keelan Cole, Evan Ingram. I drafted Jeremy Hill. We then had D.D. Westbrook and Paul Richardson from the Hollywood Mad Addicts on the begin. We're beginning the 10th round here. Kyle Rudolph, Kalen. How do you say that last name? Balage. Balage. That's, a, Balage. that's, that's another, another very delicious sounding one. Uh, J- Javaris, Javaris, AKA Buck Allen, right? That's the big buck. Um, Ryan Grant, Traquan Smith, Mohamed Sanu, CJ Anderson towards the end of the 10th round here. We've got Geronimo Allison, Nick Chubb, Jordan Reed, Frank Gore to start the 11th, Greg Olson, Danny Amendola, Mike Wallace, Devontae Booker. We're getting up to the present here with Christian Kirk, Trey Burton, and tight end Jack Doyle. Team Slade is on the clock with the 13th pick of the 11th round. Um, And we all promise uh, that... What you guys didn't hear on the uh, audio of the podcast during our break was far more together and professional and entertaining than anything that actually made it onto the recording. Wouldn't you agree, guys? Yes. I, I want to just issue an apology to everyone that we weren't recording that. And it, and it was no one's fault, by the way. It's we my just... fault. It's my fault. No, 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 JJ. It's okay. No, it's cool, Denny. No big deal. No, it's not your fault. I, I'm. It's no one's fault. We, we all decided collectively we're not going to record this. And then we went on to have maybe the best 25-minute conversation in the history of the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Denny, Denny had his desk levitating. He had his his baby levitating. We had a conversation about Jaws. Um, it was really incredible stuff that is lost to history. It's a real tragedy. We saw the cat painting? We saw the cat painting, yes. We saw the cat painting. Yeah, it's still here. There you go. It's, it's 
It's an amazing painting. I'm going to get that tattooed if you don't. <laughs> well, you're going to get it as part of your sex ed character, right? <laughs> sex ed will have that tattoo. Hands down. All right. So OJ, the Juice Howard, Deshaun Watson, and George Kittle. We're waiting on the skeletons to draft. We pick 152 overall, round 11, pick 13. And then I'm on the clock. God damn it. I wish I did not have to draft. I, Why do looks I have like to I keep started... picking players? Why do I have to keep picking players? It looks like Denny started a tight end run because he went Jordan Reed. And then I look, I don't like Greg Olson this year that much, at least compared to his ADP. But Greg Olson in the 11th round, um, which, guys, again, you can't you can't look at this draft and think no. that this is anything no. that's that's relevant to, to your draft. You can look at where we're, dra- you know, like Denny likes Jordan Reed more than Greg Olson, it looks like. But uh, Greg Olson, I got. And then in this 11th round, so it was. Jordan Reed at the end of the 10th, then Greg Olson at the beginning of the 11th, and then we had Trey Burton, Jack Doyle, O.J. Howard, George Kittle, David Njoku, all going in the 11th round. All right, I have a question for you, J.J. Yeah. This is regarding your home league that you were in? Yeah. Your neighborhood league? Oh, the neighborhood? Okay. The one that you crushed in, you said you had, it was like a 10-team league? Yeah, last year I actually lost a championship because of bad luck, but okay, well, we can we can forget but, but that. You, po- you posted your lineup and it looked yeah, really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What round did you get Trey Burton in in that league? Oh, this in today this year's draft. So I got Burton, I think, in the eighth or the ninth in that league. It's a it's a fourteen teamer, and in that particular league, um, they were drafting tight ends earlier than normal. So I I had to adjust a little bit. You know, I felt good about the rest of my squad too that I could. I get burned, but, but looking back, um, I didn't post the draft board to that league because I was embarrassed by a pick. I picked Stefan Diggs ahead of Rob Gronkowski in that, in that draft. And, right. and I, I did it because I thought that there would be more equity to be gained at the tight end position by just getting like a guy like Burton in the 15th or something like that. Cause I wouldn't think that they would, you know, be drafting tight ends the way that they did. Right. Um, but but in hindsight, I would have most definitely gotten Gronk instead, especially because all of those tight end picks were like squished together a little bit more. So the guy who got Gronk got a little bit more out of him. Got it. Uh, because I'm targeting Burton in a league that I'm in, and I just kind of want to know where to like try to target him. Yeah, I think I'm I'm cool with him in that eighth round area if he's if he's still there. I'm more so, but with like tight end specifically, like I'm I'm pretty reactive to how other teams are drafting. Your yeah. your bold calls, JJ had had Burton uh, outscoring Olson. Is that right? It, it, I did have that, yeah. And I still drafted Olson over Burton, I believe, just now in this draft. But it was just, I mean, it's a bold prediction. Well, yeah, no, it. you're not saying it's likely to happen. You're yeah. saying that that's a, right. That's a bold call. Yeah, I mean, I I think Burton's gonna gonna probably end up being. He'll be either the third. He'll be at least the third option in the passing game, uh, depending on how Anthony Miller's utilized, but. Yeah, I, I love me some Trey Burton this year. Folks, I'm drafting Christine Michael. I feel like this is a low, <laughs> a low point in my life. No, man. In your whole life. In my whole the, life. Tom, you, you have to reach the low point in order to realize the high point, and this is the high point of your life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I feel like Christine Michael has been like this back end of the draft guy for all eternity for as long as I've been fucking playing fantasy football. It's not going to hurt you if he's if he doesn't get the. But I mean, he is listed. I, he's starting games right now. No, I'm I'm with it. I'm with it. I I'm just it's once again sort of in awe at the exodus of usable players from the queue right now. 
It's remarkable. Yeah. The the, the, the sorry, go ahead, breathe. Oh, I just wanted to say my catchphrase, which people who know me will know is what is this garbage? <laughs> hey, you really you really sold that one. <laughs> <laughs> The wide receivers on ESPN, the top wide receivers available, Djax, Des Bryant, who doesn't even have a freaking team, Dante Moncrief, Eric Decker, who's about to get cut, Cole Beasley, Ted Ginn, Martavis Bryant, Tyler. I mean, it's it's bad. It, it's oh not goodness. great. That's hey, like, breathe. Yeah. yeah. Which I said, I said Decker is going to get cut. And now he's not going to get cut because that's how it works on this show. Hey, Breve, is it cool if Sex Ed makes that his catchphrase? <laughs> yes. Yeah, he can do that. That's cool. Thank you. Uh, so just to catch everybody up, uh, Drew Breeze with pick 11-12. David Njoku, that was my pick. Quincy Nunwa, Rob Kelly with the first pick of the 12th round. Kristen Michael, the pick I just made at 12-2. Doug Martin at 12-3. And... Cole Beasley at 12-4, and we've got the simulation on the clock. The simulation also is the clock. Right. Also outside of the clock. Yes, this the, the simulation is... The simulation is... Uh, Not trapped in time. We, yeah, we are... Um, no, I'm, I'm with it. I'm with it. We are sort of wired in here, waiting on the simulation as the countdown happens. So This Tom is the simulation. Oh, sorry. I'm 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 vamping. Please, somebody else. Yeah, yeah. I just want to point out to Tom Everett Scott that if you if you do indeed take that catchphrase, there's a lot of subtlety that goes along with it. Depending on where you put the comma, it can have a lot of different meanings. Like okay, okay. Like what? I feel like you and I should probably we should probably like take our time with this over coffee. Yeah, yeah. Let's meet up. Yeah. Maybe by the pool. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The more times we meet up, the less likely my wife is to leave me. So I'm all for it. (laughs) right hey tom are you gonna do another hallmark movie this year i don't know should i i my my wife wants you to all right well then i will there's a lot of talk about tom everett scott and yours guys's wives on this recording right now i mean can you blame them there's a little uh he's got a little he's a 90s heartthrob How, how could our wives not love him that's right the what last is this year- garbage? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> last year's last year's Hallmark movie was lit, man. Was oh, thanks. Great. Yeah, thank you. I had so much fun making that movie. It was in November, early November, and it snowed. It was in Winnipeg, and I just I love Christmas, so it got me all Christmas uh, in the spirit. Yeah. You know. Yeah, man. Nothing better than Christmas. I think the only person who's ever said last year's hallmark movie was lit is <laughs> he's clearly like just aging before our eyes it really, it really look look is, you have yeah. to you have to ha- you have to just be in a particular mentality whenever you sit down to watch a hallmark movie i think everyone understands that but yeah. that doesn't mean that doesn't mean that that the enjoyment is taken away because no it's a it's a different kind of you know it's a different kind of uh I don't know. I don't know. How would you describe Hallmark movies, Tom? There are so many of them. First of all, mm-hmm. there are they churn that. they churn those things out, man. Wow, and there were there were rules about it. Like um, there were Hallmark people there. They were like, you know, they they just had these funny rules about their their movies. Uh, and it has to be so clean and uh, all that. But ultimately, it, it was pretty fun. I, I don't know how to describe them. I really, honestly, had never really seen one before. Yeah. Yeah. So, Tom, let me ask you, was one of the rules at Hallmark, stay away from my wife? 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they feel like Christmas is ruined by adultery. Yeah. <laughs> ruined. Um, I, I like how your movie clearly looked like winter because most of those movies uh, clearly were filmed in 85 degree weather. <laughs> I know. I know, right? Uh, yeah, that's what they were saying is that usually we don't get the real snow. Yeah, I mean, it looks it looks warm. Like you can tell by the angle of the sun or whatever. I mean, I'm not I'm no meteorologist, as you may know, but but it does seem awfully warm and people are wearing those huge jackets and like scarves. <clears throat> and I, I don't understand how they're not sweating profusely. In the only yeah. on-screen appearance I've ever made, I was in a commercial for a ski resort that shot here in Austin, Texas in the summer and we were wearing full gear. It was a nightmare. Like, oh it was just, like what are we that doing? Sounds awful. That yeah. sounds awful. All right, so we got TJ Yeldon off the board with 12.5, Naheem Hines off the board with 12.6, your boy Andrew Luck, 12.7, Ted Ginn Jr., not two, Ted Ginn Jr., that's 12.8, Deshaun Jackson at 12.9, and the man who we in the business refer to as Big Ben, Roethlisberger, 12.10. So we're waiting on Team Muhammad here with 13.13. I was one Santa Claus in my fifth grade play. Really? Yeah, that was my, my acting peak. <laughs> Got the lead role, my, my elementary school play. Still remember. So I have this weird, have we talked about this on the podcast any? My like, we, we definitely talked about like the 90s commercial thing, right? Like, right, right, right. But I also like, I wish that I would be intelligent in things that matter because I remember every lyric to every like elementary school chorus song that I ever sang. Like from from fourth grade, I know it was like three years ago, but from from fourth grade to to eighth grade, I remember all of the lyrics. It's horrible though. I'll just randomly start like humming it, and I'm like, "What am I doing?" To singing about Santa Claus in Panama. <laughs> there was a song about Santa Claus in Panama. There was, yeah. It was it was I a think, great it was, it was a great play, guys. That's a pretty that's a pretty happening play, huh? It was a, it was a pretty lit play. Was that like Santa Claus like fleeing the fuzz? To it was it like was going to cool it was in Panama. It was a game show, and the the play started off by the game show host coming out and picking a contestant, and I was in the crowd with all like the parents or student. You know, you did like the student play and then the parent play Such that a night. Sick move. You're on the yeah. clock. You're on the clock, JJ. Don't get too. So tough. I was I was out there. I was out there uh, with the parents, and then he says my name, and I have to act flabbergasted, and then I start. <laughs> Start so walking sick. up to the stage. Yeah, it was great. It was a great time. All right. So as we wait for JJ on the clock, um, Marquez oh, Valdez Scantling oh, to Team Muhammad, Legarrett Blunt to the Lame Dads, and Jonathan Williams, the pick from JJ, much to the chagrin of Tom Everett Scott. We've that got Danny, Danny on the clock for a couple at the twelve thirteen turn. I want to be. I want to be the Jonathan Williams guy in the fantasy industry. I've, I've been talking about him for like a month on Twitter or so, and like mm-hmm. I want. I want that. To, so I have to draft him in every draft I'm in. Oh, uh, I think it's a good pick because I love it. Yeah, you know they have an easy no schedule too. Guarantee that Mark Ingram the second will come back. And get <laughs> you, you never know. You never know. Ingram too, man. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> I had this, I, I managed a record store um, up here, uh, sort of upstate New York. And this woman came in looking for the soundtrack to break into Electric Boogaloo. Yes. And uh, 
And but she wasn't even she was like in her 50s. She wasn't like into it in this ironic way. She was like, I love the break in movies. They're so inspirational. And I love <laughs> the way that they handle like and I love watching breakdancing. And I'm like, you're cool. You know, there's no other way to slice it. I'm sorry we don't have it, but we did, but we don't anymore. You know, like she was just really like, I love those movies. They inspire me. It was really weird. Cause you're so used to everybody like kind of appreciating everything at this kind of like ironic distance, especially like from the eighties. But it was really cool to just have her come in and be like, I'm a breaking fan. I appreciate that. I appreciate a good breakdancing move if executed properly. Yeah. Have you ever breakdanced nice... in a movie, Tom? Uh, I think I moonwalked on a show <laughs> once. Did you? Oh my God. I need to gift that. Yeah. It was on a it was on a short lived TV series called The Street, and it was about Wall Street. The unfortunate thing about that show was it premiered right after like the big crash in two thousand. Yeah. Oh, so, they got, so in other words, like a, a Wall Street movie in which you moonwalk was was found to be like tonally inappropriate after the crash. <laughs> yeah. You got it. <laughs> we don't want to see that. No, that's a little too much whimsy here. We got uh, we got this uh, Tom Everett Scott guy moonwalking. I don't know what this show's about. <laughs> it was tone deaf. <laughs> <laughs> I don't got any money, and this guy is moonwalking. <laughs> do you ever get like lessons to to learn to do stuff for movies, like sword fighting lessons or sure. moonwalking lessons, drum lessons? Uh, yeah, the drum lessons have to be have to be number one that you get asked, that, right? Th that was cool, and then uh, but for other stuff like uh, how to you know put handcuffs on somebody, you know, I don't know how to do it. You're not putting handcuffs on people all the time. Don't get excited. <laughs> oh, family, family show, everyone. Family show. <laughs> uh, oh okay. man, There's we've been seeing some some quarterbacks. We, had, as you said, you had Big Ben. I took. I took Kirk Cousins in the 13th round, boys. Okay. Ooh. Who? That's a brag. That is. Yeah. I was going to take like Luck in the 12th, and when he went, I just decided to, to wait. wait and wait forever. So the, yeah. 12th, the, the 12th round ends with uh, John Kelly and begins with Jared Cook. Hey from, who else, from who else? Dennis at 13-1. Kirk Cousins, as JJ just said, at 13-2. Martavis Bryant, your boy, at 13-3. Austin Eckler, 13-4. Albert Wilson, 13-5. Rod Smith, which is, sounds like a made-up guy, at 13-6. And Dante Moncrief at 13-7. Phil Dorsett oh at 13-8. CJ Procise at 13-9. And we are once again waiting, as we always do, into eternity for the simulation. To I th really thought Philip Dorsett would fall to me in the 14th. But y'all are sharp. I have yeah. a proposal. If everyone's okay with it, can we change this to a one-minute clock? Oh, yeah. Good call. I'll do that now. Yeah. All right. Denny putting dad to work. Dad, would you mind, <laughs> would you mind putting it on a one-minute clock, dad? Dad, please. Oh, my God. <laughs> what was that? Wow. That was it intense. Made, it played the song when you changed the rules? I'm I'm fine with a 10 second clock if everybody's okay. With that. <laughs> yeah, <same. laughs> that should be let's great. We should actually there should be a league that's yeah. created where you only have 10 seconds per oh pick. Oh my god! Oh, awesome. be on... oh, is that me? Am I picking? God, See, that, we could have we could we could maybe do that. Can we go, back, can we go that... back to a minute? 
JJ, we go back to a minute. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> we it would actually be really interesting to do a podcast drafting ten se- like just in, in ten second segments like that. Yeah, that does uh, not that does not sound like harrowing at all. <laughs> Have you guys seen that YouTube uh, interview show where the guy makes his um, guests they they eat hot wings together? No. Uh, you got to watch that. I'll, uh, sorry, I don't remember the name of it, but it's like, um, it's great. He has like all these like big stars come on and they eat like the hottest possible oh, gosh. wings. And, I can't and do it's, that. It's amazing what, what it makes people do, like what, how it affects them. Interesting. You know? Yeah. It's really cool. Like uh, Key and Peele do a really funny one on there. And um, yeah, like tons of people go on there. It's on, I don't know. It's on the internet. You know, I started watching uh, today. I saw a clip online and then I ended up watching it. It's this, it's this new, it's this Netflix show where there's this magician and he, uh, I mean, he does like magic, but he does like, it, he, he interacts with humans a lot with the magic. So like the one skit that I saw, it's phenomenally funny. He gets people on Craigslist to go to like a, a community area just out, out in the open. And he has two lawn chairs set up and he fakes making a guy disappear. And then he gets one person who's not in on the joke to sit in the lawn chair and act like he's dis- making him disappear. So everyone else around him th- like is acting like this guy disappeared, but the guy's sitting in the lawn chair, like, like, Oh my God, I'm invisible right now. No one can see oh, me. And he so like, great. like at one point, the one guy like went into someone's bag and pulled out a bottle of wine. Cause he thought that he could get away with it. And everyone's like, look guys, the bottle of wine is floating. It's, it's unbelievable. It's so well done. <laughs> that sounds good. very trigger happy TV esque. Yeah, it's 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 good. That's good. It's stuff. good stuff. Dude, who are any of these guys? Des Bryant got drafted. No. So we have we yeah. have Dante Moncrief, Philip Dorsett, CJ Procise, James Conner, Trent Taylor, Tyler Eifert, Pat Mahomes, Carson Wentz, Des Bryant. By the way, guys, this is the thirteenth round of a fourteen team league, and Carson Wentz is the is the last pick. Uh then Des Bryant and Corey Coleman as the first two picks in the fourteenth round. Everything sucks. Let's get some Arby's. Yeah, Holy this is super R. That Des Bryant pick is the most Arby's pick ever. <laughs> that guy's not going to play this year. I'm yeah. I'm shocked that there there are people like touting like yeah go get Des Bryant with a later round pick just like 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 guys like number one if he's on a team there's no there's no certainty that he's going to even produce like he he's he hasn't right. been in camp he's not going to just walk onto a team or it's the likelihood of it is small him walking on a team and just being able to be a wide receiver too in fantasy. He, He's not. He wasn't a wide receiver too when he was listed as the wide receiver one for his <laughs> right, own team. Right, that, right. That he was on for ten years. Right. Denny's Denny's vitriol towards Des Bryant is truly something to behold. I I I. You know, he had what two really outstanding seasons, and I was bitten by taking him early at least twice after that. And I've never gotten over it. I'm sorry. This is just, these are just bad feelings that I have. Yeah. <laughs> Super tilty. <laughs> Stafford goes, I was going to take him. I, yeah, I'm just not taking a quarterback. That's it. <laughs> I think I think you are forced to. Yeah. I had, I don't know. I took Mahomes just because I kind of feel like it's like the big swing pick and there are so many QBs. I don't know what's going to happen in the back end of this draft with guys taking two. Yeah, I hate. Gonna happen. By the way, I was I was screaming internally when you took Mahomes. Just so you know. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Um, well, <laughs> it's the least I could do, Danny. I also kind of like Mariota 
kind of like, but I would have liked him better if I was kind of left with him. You know what I mean? Uh, Mariota is the ACDC of quarterbacks. Not interesting. interesting. Not good. This is not a, um, that's not a compelling comparison to me, Denny. Well, I know you're an ACDC uh, truth. Folks, folks um, who were not privy to our warm up here as Tyler Eifert, Pat Mahomes, as mentioned, Carson Wentz, as Brian Corey Coleman, Spencer Ware, Jermaine Curse, Matt Stafford, Darren Sproles, Terrell Pryor, and Brandon Marshall are off I'm, the board. I'm convinced that no one cares about this draft anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so folks who were not for, who were not privy, um, I, uh, I left Twitter, um, which is like, the best decision I ever made in my life. And I periodically come by to check in on JJ and Denny. Um, and I thought one day after being off Twitter for like a month, let me see what Denny's up to. And the first thing I see is him saying ACDC is bad. And I was basically like, like on the ceiling, like in an exorcist spider walk. <laughs> for the rest of the day. Um, awful stuff, Denny. And on brand. Well, I'll since ne- go ahead, Denny, I'll never apologize. Just so. I was just going to say, since this is slowing down a bit from a draft standpoint, um, fellas, I'm going to go around the room one more time so you guys can let everyone know where they can find your stuff and what you're working on, yada, yada, yada. Waylon, start with you. Cool. Check out the rad carpets like the red carpet, but the red is rad, R-A-D. Film Club Podcasts. You can find us Instagram. You could find us Stitcher. You could find us on Facebook, all that kind of social media stuff. And sometimes I lurk on Twitter as the red carpet and tell Denny to delete his account and favorite pictures of JJ's baby. Tom Everett Scott, what's going on with you? You can currently see me on I'm Sorry on True TV. The second season will premiere in November. I'm also on 13 Reasons Why. And I will be coming out with a new film about a character named Sex Ed. He will (laughs) have a very cool tattoo of a cat on his chest. And he will say things like, what is this garbage? (laughs) (laughs) And and Breve Bronovan. Uh, You can find me, of course, on Twitter at Breve Bronovan. And I'll be tweeting about my new Etsy shop, uh, Strategic Dino. Check that out. Get some cool game pieces. Hit me up if you want a uh, custom trophy. And I just got a job as a writer for this character called Sex Ed. I'm going to be writing his <laughs> uh, catchphrases. So I'm really excited about that. Keep it, keep an eye out there. Denny Carter, where can they find you? Uh, they know. In no, hell. Um, it's at uh, CDCarter13. Uh, that's my good Twitter account. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and then, oh, 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 I have to sell this because it's like the last weekend to do so draftdayconsultants.com. We're getting requests literally by the minute at slash the hour. And so check it out. Uh, we can help you with your upcoming draft, draftdayconsultants.com. And I'm JJ Zacharyson. I hope you guys enjoyed the worst podcast that's ever been recorded. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at late round QB and my other podcast, the late round podcast. Thanks for listening, guys. We will catch you probably next week. Thank you for listening to Living the Stream. We hope you enjoyed the internet podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes now. It won't take long, it's fast. For more fantasy football info, 